Glory to God. I want to just start this morning and I want us to pray. You can go ahead and play. I'll say this again. I've been saying it. The Lord's had me say it. One word, one word received on one day of preaching can change your life forever. One word received from one day of preaching can change your life to forever. And I hope that that day for you is today. I hope that that day for you is today. I just had in my heart before we even get to ministering the word today, it's not a day to just listen to somebody speak. It's a day to have an interaction. So I want us just to close our eyes, worship how you need to worship. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. It's about His presence and about a fellowship. A fellowship. A fellowship more than anything else. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. You are good, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just pray in the Holy Ghost with me. Let the Holy Spirit lead your prayers. If you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, you can just say, Lord, let me be who you want me to be in this service today and let me receive what you want me to receive. Let me give and receive whatever it is you want me. I yield myself to you. Just say that, everybody. Say that with me. Say, Lord, let me give to you today everything you want me to give. And Father, let me receive everything held back in nothing you want me to receive. I yield myself to you. Have your way. Now let's just let the Holy Spirit lead us. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Just receive his joy and peace right now. Just receive his, everything, his mercy and his grace. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just start receiving right there. You know, you don't have to wait till you hear a message to receive from the Father. You don't have to wait till the end. You can receive. Many times we actually have people that are healed just while they're listening to the message. All of a sudden, the peace of God floods their life. You know that thing that you got that you've been concerned about? It's not a concern to God. God's not concerned about that. He's already got it worked out. <laughs> He's already got it worked out. Glory to God. Father, we praise you. We praise you. You know, just... Let all the, the junk of the world and all those problems, let them melt off of you. Pay attention more to the man standing on the water than the wind and the waves. Seek his face. If you have to, close your eyes. Just, you know, Lord, let, let me clear all that junk away. Father, I received from you this morning. Thank you, Lord. You're answering. Whether I can see it or not, you're being yourself. You are a loving Father. Lord, I might not be able to see you with my physical eyes. Lord, we might not be able to see you with our physical eyes, but you're there pouring out your love right now. 
solving problems, bringing about provision, filling our hands with what it needs to be filled with, bringing the increase, bringing your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. When that joy and that confidence and that expectation starts to hit you, grab a hold of it. Don't let go of the hope of God. Don't let go of it. God's changing things now. He's bringing about solutions. Do I have anybody that's going to receive? That's receiving right now. Hallelujah. Lord, peace, grace, and mercy be multiplied in your people this morning. Father, we just worship you. You are so good. You are so good. Now that we kind of set the junk aside, let's just praise him. He inhabits the praises of his people. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your glory. Thank you, Lord, you're continuing to pour out now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Barrett, grab that mic. Just pray in the Spirit or sing in the Spirit. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Well, I don't understand what's going on. I thought I was coming to a preaching. Well, we're not done yet. <laughs> we're not done yet. We've just started. But see, in the presence of God, he can solve more stuff. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We've been trying to solve stuff for years, going about it with logic and effort and all that stuff. And all we need is to get in him. The word says in him we live and move and have our being. We just got to get in Him. In Him, every answer is there. Father, we just praise You. You know, this relationship with the Lord, it's not through our mind, but by the Spirit. It's not in your mind, your will, and your emotions. It's by the Spirit. And as you're moving through life and everything's got to process, everything, you got to check it off in your mind, you're, you're actually can be holding back what God has for you because it's not by the mind first, it's through the spirit of man. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. In other words, this is where the light comes from. The Holy Spirit, the Holy God is the spirit. Those that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So God, who is a spirit, he enlightens our spirit man. Not our mind first, but our spirit man. And all of a sudden, there's something that happens on the inside. I don't understand it. You don't have to. You won't. He's too big. You won't. I don't even understand. Why am I crying? I don't know. You know, I don't even know. Thank you, Lord right now for solving it. Lord, we just praise you. We praise you and you inhabit the praises of your people. We thank you, Lord. We enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts 
with praise. We don't want to stand outside the gate. We want to come right into the house of God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If you need to, just raise your hands and worship. If you got to stand up, stand up. Whatever you need to do, just worship him in spirit and truth. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Yeah, I just, in Jesus' name, I sense it. Just stuff falling off, answers being had. Thank you, Father. In your presence, Lord. In your presence. Righteousness. Peace. Grace. Mercy. Joy. We've been doing it another way for so long. How about we just try it the Bible way? I don't know. Maybe. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, I'm done. I'm done. Done doing it my way. Done trying to do this thing my way. Lord, I got to do it your way. Lord, we yield ourselves to you. You're so good, Father. You're greater than the greatest. Higher than the highest. Mightier than the mightiest. <laughs> Lord, you're everything. You're El Shaddai, almighty, all-sufficient one. Thank you, Father. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Lord. Just let worship come out of your heart. Praise come out of your heart this morning. You were built and designed in the image and likeness of God. You've got more in you than what you even begin to know. You can operate on levels you haven't even recognized yet. Just let the Holy Spirit flood through you. Let worship come out of your heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. If there's anyone that has pain in their right hip or their lower right back, come up now. Right hip or lower right back. Wow, all right. I guess that word was on. Right hip. Lower right back. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And right now, when I lay hands on you, the power of God's going to touch you, and you're going to be healed. Do you believe it? You believe that God's going to touch you? Right hip, lower right back. Now, I'll tell you, even if it's left hip or, or upper back, if I'm you, I would get up here. Obviously, the Lord's doing something. That's okay. You were obedient up to now. Now I'm giving you another additional. Hip or back, come up now. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to anoint you with all the word says in James 5. 
that when you come before the elders, they'll anoint you with oil, pray the prayer of faith, and you will be healed. You'll be healed. Do you receive it? <laughs> the healing of the Lord. Just say it with me right now, Father. I believe that I have received by the stripes of Jesus and by his blood of the covenant, I receive that healing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, when I lay hands on them, I trust and believe that you will release your healing grace into their lives and the manifestation will happen quickly in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your grace. Hey, hey, Stodor, just raise your hands. In the name of Jesus, back and hips, be well now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, right now. Back, hips, be well now. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, back, hips, be well now. Whoo, glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Back, hips, be well now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just say, Lord, I believe that I have received. I'm not waiting on it. I have it now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now in Jesus. Who? Yeah, glory. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> glory. Glory. Every part of her back, from her neck to the lowest part. Lord, every part in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Back, hip, now. In Jesus' name. Daludi ha mufra. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Every bit squared up, functioning right. In the name of Jesus, let your glory fill this back and this body. In Jesus' name. Yeah, right now, let your anointing flood, flood, flood. In, from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Let every nerve function per, per, <laughs> function perfectly in Jesus' name. You're anointing now. There's that anointing. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's healing now. It's restoring now. Back coming to lines. Snap, crackle, pop, in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, back, hip, now, in the name of Jesus. Now, in Jesus' name. <laughs> like the shadow, like the shadow. Within the, within the shadow's distance, that anointing's flowing now. Hadn't even laid hands on you, but the Lord laid hands on you. In the name of Jesus, now, back, hip, line up, work out. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Say, Lord, I receive it now. I'm not going to have that issue. I walk away from here. 
Because I got <laughs> in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Now, if you got prayer, work it out. See, see if it's still there in Jesus' name. Work it out. Check it. Check it. Anybody right now, you're saying, man, I don't feel that pain anymore. If, if it's, amen. Glory to God. Raise your hand. If you, if you, glory to God. Look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you were just worshiping. <laughs> Y'all were worshiping. Four. <laughs> amen. Right now, in Jesus' name, continue to receive. Now, here's what I want you to see. Just because you didn't feel it yet doesn't mean you hadn't received something. Right now, if you came up in faith, God poured out. And you might be able to feel it in the flesh. You might not. But God poured out. That means he's working now. And even if you already felt that healing come into your body, he's not done. He's still restoring. That anointing to heal and restore is working in you right now. It's working in you. See, a lot of times people come up and they look, they go to how they feel as the answer only and not faith. No, I went up. God said that if I go up and the elders pray the prayer of faith for me, I'll be healed. Period. That's the end of it. I know that I received that healing. And then see the devil say, well, you didn't feel anything, so you must not have got it. He's trying to get you back in feelings. See, he's trying to get you back in the sense realm, in the mind, instead of believing it by faith in your heart. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. That's right. That's right. Good. Amen. <laughs> she told me that when I went back there earlier. Amen. She'll get healed. Amen. Yeah, she, had, she said she had some neck pain or something. Well, we'll just wait on that. Let's just continue in his presence. Thank you for thinking of that, Morgan. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we just praise you for what we just experienced, what we just saw. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for healing and wholeness. Now, if you don't know it, that's uh, called a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge, that's a gift of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 12, it says he gives gifts, he gives gifts to each man in verse 7. And then he lists, he lists it out and says one of them is a word of knowledge. In other words, that's a supernatural knowing about something that you shouldn't know otherwise. The Lord said, I want to call out a word. And you can tell a lot of times if a word is true by the fruit it produces, if people get healed. Amen. And so there was a word for the hip and the back pain. Come on up. There was a word for that hip and back pain, and you can see the Lord wanted to heal it. So we, woohoo, yeah, glory. Just receive right now. Don't even wait. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Father. Now, you weren't in here, but we had a word of wisdom or excuse me, a word of knowledge for hip pain and back pain. And then I went on to say anything dealing with the back. Come on up. So glory to God. I'm glad they thought about that. 
because you had just told me we we're going to pray. I was going to pray for you before you left, but now seems better. <laughs> In Jesus' name, when I lay hands on you, that power of God's going to hit your body. Thank you, Father, for your anointing and your power. Body, be well now. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That anointing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Hallelujah. Whew, thank you. Now you've received that. Just work that. Hallelujah. Was your neck stiff? <laughs> Is it anymore? Moving. Glory to God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now every bit of stiffness, every bit of pain be removed now. There's that anointing now. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. See, it's God's goodness and his love that does that, not a man. You didn't come just to hear a man. No, he'll move through men, but it's not just a man. It's God who loves you with an everlasting love, who doesn't even want you to be in pain. He doesn't even want you to have a stiff neck. <laughs> he doesn't even want you to have a stiff neck. <laughs> he, he wants the power of God to be in your life. He wants things to be different. He wants to take you up. He wants to take you to higher places. Amen? That's our God. That's our loving Father. That's our Jesus. Amen? That's our Jesus. Just lift your hands right now where you are. Lord, say it with me. Say, Lord, I receive your love, your goodness, and your mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, just keep receiving. It would not surprise me if there's people that had something going on for a long time, or even a short time, but even a long time, and even while we're preaching today, you just get healed. Wouldn't surprise me. God's that big. If God's not that big, what are we doing? If God's not that big, then what are we doing? Why would we serve a God who can't even heal why would we serve him if he's not supernatural and powerful? What's the point? What's the point if he doesn't love us enough to help us? So can't you imagine that he would continue to do those things? Oh, yeah, that's who he is. That's his nature. That's his character. Glory to God. Father, we praise you and we worship you today. Thank you, Lord. So Freni et glalut kom asevi tekidei. Dene me so bobo soldaramom. Yeah, all these things are not over. Ho, 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 ho. I've got something for you. It's just begun. Just begun in Jesus' name. Yield to me and watch what I'll do through you. Yield to me and watch what I'll do through you. I'll wipe wipe away the tears even here on the earth bring a joy to your heart and a, and a spring in your step in Jesus name thank you Lord thank you Father amen <laughs> glory to God amen thank you yeah yeah come on up keep playing so we got Body's in the right same place. Thank you, Lord. We had a word over, 
over backs and hips in Jesus' name. When I lay hands on you, the power of God's going to go through you, heal you in Jesus' name. Not in my power. In the name of Jesus, so be it. Body be well, be 100%, be whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Now, <laughs> okay. Good. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's nice when you have to preach around bodies. Alive ones. That, that helps. <laughs> That's much better. He said a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. Amen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Amen. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He who sits in the heavens laughs. He says, I have filled, we were like those who dream. I've filled their mouths with laughter. Sometimes so many churches, they're so uptight. Like everybody sucked on a lemon before they went in. Like, what is it that we got to have a diet of lemons on Sunday morning? Like, come on. Like, we shouldn't have a lemon diet on Sunday morning. I was in the Philippines. I started preaching about that. You know, I'm looking for simple examples. So I said lemon face, and everybody understood what I meant. And it kind of continued from there. We don't need lemon face in the church. We need people full of the joy of the Lord and the love of God. Right? Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the bitterness of God. No, that's not what it says. Enter into the joy of the Lord. It says, the Bible says this, with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. With joy we draw. So, I, you know, I'm going to just need some help, bitterness, I'm going to draw up my salvation. That's the exact opposite of what it says. With joy we enter, you know, we draw from the wells of salvation. With joy, you know. It's a symptom of joy, you know. It's like, I'm so joyful. <laughs> I'm having a hard time not being joyful. Uh, you know, we're like, yeah, I'm in joy. <laughs> really? <laughs> Inform your face. Because <laughs> I'm not sure your face got it. A symptom of joy is this. <laughs> you know, amen. Not lemon face. Amen. <laughs> I just want to stand here and make put pressure on you over against the wall. So go ahead. I'll turn this way. <laughs> so, with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. Amen. <laughs> no. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Feel better? Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we've been talking all this year about it's a year of increase. A year of increase. Who has a year of increase 
on you. Anybody has a year of increase? Is it your year of increase? Well, see, it can be my year of increase or everybody else's year of increase, but you've got to make it your year of increase. You've got to have revelation of it yourself. And, uh, you know, a few years ago, we've, we've told the story, but for those that are new and that are watching, a few years ago, I guess about four or five years ago, something like that, uh, the Lord told us to talk about bye-bye debt, hello abundance. We did a series, and then we did a series on increase. He said, this year I'm going to supernaturally erase debt in Boomerang and the partners and the attenders, and uh, I'm going to supernaturally. That year, we probably had... 40 adults maybe, maybe. And uh, with our partners and attenders and the people that were there, in one year's period of time, we had over $960,000 worth of debt supernaturally erased. That's supernatural. That doesn't happen every year. You know, that, that's different. And uh, the beginning of this year, the Lord said, I'm, I want to do that again. But I know, you, you know, when God does something again, it's not the same level. He wants to go past it. He wants to blow by it. So we're saying, all right, Lord, do it. And I, I started to get excited about it. I hadn't told anybody. I hadn't even told Nicole that. Little did I know, somebody had already had, they actually, somebody had heard that story from several years ago. They started connecting with Boomerang, listening to the broadcast, different things that we do. They said they had gotten some seed. The, the word says, purpose in your heart to be a cheerful and abounding sower, and I'll put seed in your hand. That's over and above what you have now. You just change your heart. Lord, I want to give to you. I want to sow into you. He said, I'll put seed in your hand. Well, sure enough, that person heard that story, wanted to sow. God put seed in their hand. She said, where do I sow it? He said, one of the places, there was, I think, two places. He said, one of the places is Boomerang. He said, so she went on, there's a thing online where it can say, uh, sow for a jubilee, which is to be completely out of debt. I'm sowing to be completely out of debt. And that's where she put it. Four days later, the Lord gave her an insane idea, and, uh, which is a word that came out that weekend. And that idea led from that seed led to $30,000 worth of debt being supernaturally erased. I hadn't even told anybody yet what the Lord told me. And already it's working. Already it's working. Well, we've had a little bit extra since then. Glory to God, I just put out the new stuff this morning. And uh, so now, since the beginning of 2021, since, since then, uh, we've already had total increase in yearly salary over $20,000 of salaries that have gone up. Glory to God. It'll, you know, in other words, that's going to be there this year and next year and the next year, and there's, and there's going to be more coming. There's already been extra. This is not the debt erased. This is just extra bonuses, stuff that people weren't necessarily expecting over and above their salaries, already over 26100 higher higher in, in basically two and a half months, right? And the debt that's already been erased in this body with the partners and everything is already over $75,000. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is a God of increase. God's a God of increase. I want you to turn real quick to Psalms 115 and verse 14. Psalms 115, 14. And today we're talking about uh, God's covenant increase for you. 
Say it with me. Say, God's covenant increase for me. God's a God of increase. Do you remember when he told the parable of the talents? And he basically got on to the servant. Why? Because he took what God gave him and he didn't cause it to multiply. He took what God gave him and just held on to it, right? He just held on to it. In other words, he got on to the servant and told the servant, you evil and wicked servant. So the servant that didn't increase, the servant that didn't multiply was evil and wicked. Now, if he wasn't evil and wicked, God's not just. But God is just. Now, can you imagine God in all of his righteousness judging a servant as evil and wicked for not increasing and then him not be increasing? Oh, you better increase, but I don't have to. No, no way. God is a God of increase. Say it with me. Say, God is a God of increase and he wants to increase me make it personal because that's true now and we'll talk about what kind of increase in a minute but here I want you to see this look at this promise from the Lord Psalms 115:14. may the Lord give you increase you and your children may the Lord give you increase you and your children in the King James it says this the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Amen. Now, see, if you grab a hold of that and make it yours, it looks like this. The Lord is increasing me more and more, yeah. me and my children. Yeah. See, a lot of people just read that and be like, amen. Amen. And they never receive it. They never walk in it. They read it and go, oh, that's such a good verse. Look at this beautiful poetry. No, no, no. This is not just poetry. This is the word of the Lord. This is the power of God. This is his heart to change things. The Lord shall increase me more and more. It's got to get inside of you. It's got to get into your heart. Now look at this, Deuteronomy 8.18. Deuteronomy 8.18. It says this, But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He. Say, it's He. The Lord my God, who has given you the power to make wealth, that He may confirm His covenant, which He swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Now, another translation says, He's giving you the power to create wealth. Now, let me just show you something real quick. Paul, will you come here? Let me just show you something. And so, now, let's say that over by that plant up there is, is where you would make wealth, right? But without the Lord... You don't have any power to go handle that. But God, it says, didn't we just read a promise that to the people of the Lord, he has given us the power to get wealth or to create wealth. Now, a lot of believers will just sit here and be like, okay, he's given me the power to create wealth. Give me, Lord. Give me wealth. Give me prosperity. Bring it on. Any day. Come on, Jesus. 
and they'll wait 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 and they'll wait. No, he's given who the power? You. So when the Lord says power to create wealth, you got to go somewhere. You got to do something. Act like you're doing something. Yeah, there you go. You got to go somewhere. You got to do something. Get the camera on him, not me. There you go. You got to do something. You got to create something. You got to get to work. He gives you the power to create wealth. Amen. And you don't just stop. He's not calling you to stop. He's calling you to increase and increase. And he multiplies it. Glory to God. He multiplies it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. For these purposes, you may stop, son. Amen. <laughs> He's given you the power to create wealth, to make wealth. He told Joshua, he said, if you'll study and keep this word in your mouth and on your lips and you'll meditate on it or murmur it, you'll confess it day and night, then you will make your way successful and prosperous. Then you will. In other words, we're not just going out here blindly, we're going out with a blessing. We know, hey, when I put my hands to, it's going to work. It's going to work. Well, this, this may not work. No, God told me. See, if you know that God told you to do it, that's a different thing. If you don't know, then okay, maybe it won't work. Probably won't if you don't know. But if you know that God told you, it's going to work. It might not be working the way you think it's going to work, but it's going to work. Because God's given you the power. It's Him. It's His work. His word's on the line. His character's on the line. His nature. So the issue is we just got to go get into the presence of God. In him, we live and move and have our being. In him, we hear where to move to, where, what's there, how to get there. And he gives us the power to get there, the power to get well, the power to create. So once I've heard the word from the Lord, remember, one word can change your life forever. And I hope for you that that day is today. One word. So today you might get the idea for a business or you might get an idea of, of how to do some things and rearrange some things. Or you might just hear the word that God calls you blessed. That he gives you the power to get wealth. You might just hear that and be like, he has blessed me in Jesus' name. I don't have to walk like the rest of the world. I'm walking as a child of God, as a son of God. I'm his kid. He loves me. You know, I, I go up to Luke's room. I go up to Luke's room. The boys, if y'all buy him Legos for his birthday, I want to say don't ever buy him another Lego ever. But I'm not going to say that. He's blessed in Legos. He's, he's Lego blessed. I'm like his table full of Legos. You can't even tell where one stops and the other one ends. His, night, his nightstand, Legos. His, his dresser, Legos. Dressers on the fireplace, downstairs, on, on the tables, on different things. There's Legos everywhere. The boy's blessed. Yeah. 
I want to go up there and the fleshly part of me wants to say, you've got to get rid of some of these and throw them away. But the spirit side of me, the father, the loving father is like, look how blessed he is. This is awesome. And it's like, I don't want to take away the blessing. Yeah, he needs, he, I'll tell you this, he's a giver and he's a sower. He'll take his favorite toys and give them away. He learned that early on and it shows in his room. He's blessed. If we learn how to be a sower, that's where the multiplication comes in. There's different ways of giving. Jesse Duplantis has a book on four different ways of giving, and they have different returns. They have different returns. You might want to check that out. I'm not going to share it with you today <laughs> if you don't know. But I'll tell you this. When you sow over and above your tithe, that's multiplied. It's multiplied. It's multiplied. Find that, get that link ready. You can put it on the, on the stream so that people can have it there for that book. Amen. So when you sow, when you sow, it's multiplied. And Luke has sown and he's blessed. He's blessed. I wish I had as many toys as he did when, when I was little. I mean, he's just blessed. And we're not, and we're not the kind of parents that are like, anything you want, we'll give you. We're not like that. But He's blessed. And so you got to understand that God wants you blessed. Yeah. How blessed? He's an excessive God. Yeah. You don't have to be like other people are. You don't have to be where you're always down in the dumps, where everything, you never have it. No, you're in a different family. You have a different loving father than other people. You have an inheritance. I mean, you, how many people you wanted that rich uncle to get in touch with you, the lawyer to, to get in touch with you? I mean, it's like just one day, maybe one day I'll get that certified letter in the mail. Oh, you know, and the, the mailbox will glow and the glory will be on it as I open it up. And it'll be, you never knew this, but you had a rich uncle who was worth millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> she said, oh, dear. <laughs> Everybody wants that. You got that. Yeah. He doesn't own the earth. See, you're talking about a person that's got a small percentage of what's on the earth. We're talking about a God who owns every planet, every star in the whole universe. He owns it all. All of it. That's your father who loves you. You think it's hard for him to bless you? It's not. The hard part has come in our flesh that can't believe that he would do such a thing. But this is your year of increase. This is your year of increase. And it's not just about financial. I wrote this down. If you think that your increase and richness in God only goes to your finances, you are throwing away a whole, whole, whole lot of the abundance of God. When he calls you rich, he's talking about what's called a Zoe life of God. It's the fullness. When you look at the word life, like if you go into John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I am come that you might have life. I like saying it like that because that's what it really means. It's not that you might have life and have it more abundantly in the, in the Queen's English, you know. <laughs> Our Father. You know, it, that's not the way it is. No, it's a life and it is so full. I have come, Jesus said, that you might have life. Yeah. To, and, the, and the Amplified says it like this, to the full 
till it overflows. In other words, life is so big, you have life in every area. Your health is rich. Your finances is rich. Your peace is rich. Your mercy is rich. The forgiveness on your life is rich. The grace, the supernatural power of God in your life is rich. He was made poor in all of that so that you might be rich. Not just money. That you're a walking, listen to this, you are designed to be, get this in you, a walking testimony of the goodness of God. And if you really get a hold of it, you might even walk different, you know. You might even have, have a little something in your step because you realize I'm a child of the king. I'm a child of the king. Yeah, amen. She's receiving it. Amen. You're not who the world has told you you are. I've already, we've already talked about that. There's some stinking thinking trying to tell you you're not worth anything, that you're not worth anything, that you'll never amount to much. Man, all the testimonies of people whose teachers and, and parents said they'll never amount to anything go on to be the leaders of the world. Many people don't because they don't know the, the keys of God. They don't know the keys of the kingdom. They don't understand it. But there's a lot that get to those places and say, I was told I'd never be anything. Yeah. Many of you know the story about Michael Jordan. Cut from his high school basketball team. Right. Cut. Can you imagine being that coach? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Many people like that. Many people. But look, you got something in God. You have an inheritance. You have a loving Father. And if you don't have the wisdom, He's got it. If you don't have the wherewithal, He's got it. If you, if you didn't grow up in the right family or, or the right color skin or the right side of town, he's got all that covered. You've got a new inheritance in Jesus' name. And his inheritance wipes all that out. The devil's trying to get you to look about the physical, where you came from, what people have said. God's saying, just look at what I called you. I called you blessed. Yeah. Called you blessed. Yeah. He wants to take you to a different place. He wants to increase you. He calls you blessed to establish his covenant. You realize to establish his covenant is one for him to make good on what he promised the fathers of the faith about you. But also he wants to overflow the promise of his covenant out of you. In other words, I've got an abundance, like 2 Corinthians 9. I have an abundance for every good work. Oh, we need to, we need to do something uh, back here. You know, we need to do, we're going to have a big boom fest that's going to involve the whole county. Let me just write a check. Amen. Let me cover the whole thing. Amen. Let me cover the whole thing. Yeah. You know, oh, we need, we need to, you know, upgrade something. Let, oh, we just need to, we, how many buildings we need? How many buildings we need? God wants you blessed. You're, we are designed to be, uh, see, we've got to let our thinking get higher because God's higher. See, we don't realize how much the world has compressed our vision. But if we will connect our life vision to God's vision, 
then the, the glory and the blessing can come down through his vision and overflow ours too. See, the issue is most people are building their own vision, their own personal stuff, their own business, their own retirement, their own vacation houses. If you'll connect all of that to the vision of the kingdom, then that's how the glory and the blessing flows. That's where the power to create wealth comes from. Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have these things because you told me to have them, but it's all going to be to your glory. Lord, if I get up there and I make millions and billions, you tell me to write one check, I'll write it because I know you'll just give it right back to me. There's a flow. It's not an end. There's a flow in God. You think you're going to get to the end of God? And if people will learn to trust him and walk with him like that, they're the people they'll be able to write those those types of checks. You're designed to be a walking testimony of the covenant of God. In other words, our life, we're supposed to walk healed, delivered, blessed, protected. You know, we're supposed to be the kind of people where the car is about to run you over and all of a sudden you get translated. You're over here on the side of the road and your car goes by. Or, uh, forget about that, you're about to get run over and the car gets out translated. And I'll stay here. The car goes around you. There, you're supposed to be a walking testimony of his goodness. That people look at you and they're like, Oh, God is good. Oh, God is good. Look, 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 look. Psalms 126. Let's just go there. Oh, we're, tell your neighbor, say we're going there. Amen. Psalm 126, verse 1. When the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion. See, they had messed up, but then all of a sudden they said, let us get it right with God. Let's just get right. Let's do what he told us to do. Watch this. Hey, when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion, we were like those who dream. Anybody have a dream? Ever like dream at night and you're flying in the dream? Anybody? I've had that multiple times. I like those dreams. I'm like, yeah, let's go some places. Woo. You know, yeah, I love those dreams. I'm like, Lord, can I dream that again? You know, let me dream that again. And, but think about this. In your dreams, think about what was just said. We were like those who dream. See, in your dream, you're not limited to the earthly laws. We were like, think about what they just said. We were like those who dream, who weren't held back by earthly stuff, earthly thinking, earthly ways. No, something's standing in the way. I just got a testimony this week, a brother that we're connected with. He went over to Kenya to have a mass crusade, hundreds of thousands of people. Well, the issue is, like the day that he landed, or right in that same period of time, uh, one of the major people, I believe it was the president of the country, actually they said he had COVID and died. And so they shut down everything. They said, we can't have it at all. So Brother Tracy and uh, some other men that were there, we were sitting there. We said, no, we have command authority in the name of Jesus. The Lord will open up a door. A day or two later, we get a message back. Well, by the grace of God, I'll explain it to you later. We're able to have the crusade. God's already healing. There's a blind lady can see now. We hadn't even got to the crusade yet. God opened up. They said, if you, before, they said, if you preach, we're throwing you in jail. Now they're going to be able to have the crusade. See, when the laws of the land are stacked against you, we will be like those who dream. Yeah. 
We'll be like those who dream. That's what God's calling you to. We'll be like those who dream. Glory to God. He said, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter. The devil tries to bring his stuff. We'll be like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, what an idiot. You stupid devil. Our mouth is filled with laughter. Glory to God. Our tongue with joyful shouting. What does that sound like? That, that's about it right there. Oh, let me just try that again. Our tongue with joyful shouting. <laughs> See, that gets inside of you. It changes things. Now, see, we're not moving to the stinking thinking of the world. We're moving to the thinking of God. The thinking of God. See, the world would say, listen to them shout when they go up to give their tithe and offering up there. These people are crazy. But yet they'll go to a football team. <laughs> Woo! Gook, 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 gook. Take the wrong spirit. They're all hungover. They get, they get DUIs. They get their license taken away. And they got to pay fines for it. We'll come up here, get drunk in the Holy Ghost. We'll increase. We'll come to our lives. We'll be like those who dream. Yes. Those who dream, yes. who, got, who has the increase on their life. They just, see, it looks foolish, the foolishness of preaching. To them, it looks foolish. To, to them, we look peculiar. To God, it looks like, there's my kids. There's my kids. I'm so pleased with them. Look at what they're doing right now. Glory to God. Look at that. Look at them shouting like that. They know. They know. And they're walking in it. In Jesus' name, they're walking in it. Amen. Then our tongue was filled with joyful shouting. Listen, then they said among the nations, this is not the people of God, they said among the nations, people that don't even know God, the Lord's done great things for them. You know, you, know you are blessed when the ungodly says, the Lord has done great things for them. I mean, you think that, you think that a person in the world that don't want nothing to do with God's going to be like, yeah, God's done some great stuff. They're just going to throw that out there? No, they're not going to throw that out there. They don't want to acknowledge God. They don't even want to acknowledge Him. But then the nations, not just once, the people of the nations will say, look, the Lord has done great things for them. We're supposed to be a walking testimony of the love of the Father, an everlasting covenant pouring out his glory and his goodness. And that's not just for the preacher, that's for every believer. Those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Cast out devils, speak with new tongues. If they drink any deadly thing, if, if the devil has a trap for them, it won't even hurt them. Every fiery dart will be quenched. They'll be kept from the evil one. No evil will befall them. No plague will come near their dwelling. We're kept. We're walking in the blessing. We're walking in the overflow. He was made poor that we might be rich. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers, I will make you rich and add no sorrow to it. I'll give you the power to create wealth. I want you to live in abundance for every good work. He wants you blessed. He wants you increased. He wants you walking as a covenant example of God's goodness. Why wouldn't he want to increase you? You think that, that being walking in lack gives him glory? 
No. How big is he? God's supposed to be really big and then all of a sudden we walk in land. But here's the thing. He does say this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So many people don't know him like this. Y'all know him. Y'all have had preaching like this. If you're new, we, you know, we've been preaching. People are starting to get a hold of it. That's why we're starting to have this stuff increase in our lives. Debt being erased supernaturally, things like that. You're starting to know him, but not everybody knows him like that. But just because he's that way doesn't mean that we walk in it. The Bible teaches very clearly that even though God wants every person to be born again and to be saved and not go to hell, we know that not everybody will. So it's on some level we've got to choose. We've got to get to know him and choose to go after him. We've got to say, Lord, I believe you. And listen, when we believe, the word says faith without works is dead. In other words, there's actions to apply to those things that we believe. There's action. In other words, and your action might be when you're going to place that offering, like, Lord, this offering is seed. This is, I, you know, a, harvest, a farmer, when he goes out into the field, he plants a seed. He's not like, well, that's wasted. No, a farmer's going to say, that's going to come up. It's going to produce. And so if you really believe that, you know we're not talking about a seed that can fail in the earth. We're talking about a heavenly seed. And I know if I plant it over and above my tithes, God said he would multiply. And you realize this is the seed that's going to break me free. Woo! And boom! Chocolate or whatever. You know, and whatever the Lord's. And you realize, and to the world it may look crazy, but you know. Your life just changed because of one seed. Just like the word is the seed, one word preached can change your life forever. Ever. He says, I've given you the power to make wealth, to establish my covenant. His covenant increase for you. His covenant. He wants to establish his covenant. What's a covenant? A covenant is an everlasting commitment, contract, arrangement, and will of God. Since we're talking about the Lord, it's his will. It's an everlasting covenant, an everlasting contract and arrangement. And he made a contract with the fathers of faith. When we believed in faith by Jesus, we came under that contract. And, and I want you to see this. They would do what's known as cutting covenant. And they would cut covenant, which meant that there was blood shed and a life ended to show that this was eternal. You know, and one, one thing, they would take a bird and they would cut the bird in half and lay the two. Blood was shed. In other words, you're never going to get that bird to come back together. This is an eternal covenant. It's an eternal covenant arrangement, an eternal will of God that will never be broken. And go back to Deuteronomy 8.18 now and look at what it says. It says, for he is the one who is giving you power to make or create wealth that he may confirm his covenant. God is a covenant God. God doesn't think like our America today thinks. Our America today thinks that, well, I'll say something, and if I change my mind, then I'll change my mind. You know? America today doesn't think that way towards marriage. They don't think that way towards God. They don't think that way towards, you know, Walmart. You know, everybody keeps the receipt, you know? 
Used to, you couldn't just take everything back. You know, when I was growing up, you bought it, you bought it. And that, that, wasn't, a, that wasn't a policy then that you could just take it back. So today, we just, go, we just go buy something. We don't even take the time to know, is this actually what I want to be spending my money on? We just say, if it's not it, we'll take it back. Our whole mindset is so far away from covenant. God, when he makes a decision, when he makes a decision even to speak words, he means every word for eternity. He means he is a covenant God. It's an arrangement. And when he made a covenant with the fathers of the faith, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, when he made a covenant with them, he meant it. And so what did he say? He said in Genesis 12, verse 1 through 3, Now the Lord said to Abraham, the father of faith, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. He says, in other words, hear this and say this, we got to do something. we got to do something. we got to be obedient. It's not just magic. Okay, Lord, I accept you, and then all of a sudden everything just falls on you. No, faith without works is dead. We got to do something. We got to put action, not just any action, but action to what the Lord has said. If you put action on something He hasn't said, you're setting yourself up for a fall. But if you put action on what He said to do, you're always setting yourself up for increase. If you put action on what God said, you are always said. But see, most people don't take the time to really find out, is this God? They assume, they have bias, they have all these things. It's why you have a pastor that's been there, done that, and can help you see some things and might have some extra wisdom to throw in there along the way. God set it up so that we can, even as we're growing, we don't have to miss it. God set it up so that even while we're growing, we don't have to miss it. And even after we are grown. We can still get more. One time I was, I was uh, praying about something. I knew something was the Lord, but I'd learned this principle that uh, my pastor carries an anointing in my life. And I went and I called my pastor. I said, hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what the Lord said. Within two minutes, he asked me a question. And, and the fruitfulness, the harvest of what I was going to do, in, by him asking me a question, went up 150%. In other words, instead of getting what I was going to get, I got one and a half times back. What I was expecting. Why? Because I took two minutes and asked him a question. That anointing he has in my life overflowed into my life. And all of a sudden I had, a, I had 50% more than what I was going to have. Amen. Glory to God. There's an anointing. We don't have to miss it while we grow or even after we've grown up some. We can grow and have more and more and more and more increase in our lives. He says, you got to go to this land, I'll show you. we got to do something. Two, he says, I will make you a great nation. I will make you a great people. I, oh, thank you, Father. I hear that right now. Boomerang, I want to make you great. Boomerang, I want to make you great. I want to make you great. I will make you a great nation. Then he says, and I will bless you. I will bless you. The blessing means this. It means increase and abundance. In what area? What area do you need it? <laughs> what area do you need blessed in? All of them. That's it. That's what it means. Increase and abundance in every area. In every area. 
I will bless you. God said, I will increase you and make you abundant. He says, and make your name great. I'll bless you so much that people hear your name and be like, oh, yeah, I need to get to know them. I need to get to know them. An everlasting symbol of his love and overflowing covenant. Make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I'll bless you. I'll make your name great and you'll be a blessing. It'll overflow. Three, and I will bless those who bless you. In other words, I'll, make, I'll set it up. I'll program the world. The people that bless you, they'll be blessed. Matter of fact, if they go on to hurt you, bring about cursing and lack in your life, they'll actually end up in the in a wrong place because you're blessed by me. You're blessed by me. This is a covenant of God. And watch, he goes on to say, and all the families or all the people groups of the earth will be blessed through you. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. In you. So see, your blessing's not just for you, you're for and no more. You're blessed, you're supposed to be so blessed that it overflows and overflows and overflows and overflows. We got to stop thinking small. God doesn't want just your family blessed. He wants tons of people blessed because of you. Well, if tons are blessed by you and 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 y'all, if tons are blessed by every person, we're having an effect. We're moving an economy. We're bringing about the healing of an area because the blessing of God Almighty is coming through a people. Boomerang, God wants you blessed. He wants to make you great. Well, what did this blessing do? Now, again, we'll just look at some material things. That's the lowest level. Don't stop at just finances. Finances too, yes, but many people don't have this thinking in their finances. Get it in your finances, but get it in every area of your life. Look at what he did to Abram, Genesis 13, 2. Now, Abram, read this with me. Now, Abram was very Now, did I say that or did God say that? I'm not making that up. Abram was very rich in livestock. Well, he was rich spiritually and in his faith. That's not what that verse is talking about. No, in livestock, in silver, and in gold. Livestock, silver, and gold. He was not just rich. He was very rich. See, God wants to bless the work of your hand. How was he very rich? Because God had blessed him. And he had been obedient to go and do the work. Lord, I'm going to go do what you tell me to do. Okay, you're going to walk in the blessing because I'm giving you the power to create wealth. And this blessing wasn't just for Abraham. Look at this, Genesis 26, verse 12 through 14. Genesis 26, 12 through 14. Now Isaac... Sowed in that land, what did he do? He sowed, he took action on the promises of God. Now, if you go back to the beginning of this chapter, he didn't just sow in a great land. There was famine in the land. It was completely famished. Everybody probably was looking around like, Isaac, dude, it's the wrong time to sow. What are you doing? And what was going on in Isaac's head? 
Everything I put my hand to is blessed. Is blessed. He was acting on the word of the Lord. Make sure you have the word of the Lord. But he's sowing in this illogical time. Doesn't even make sense. I can't tell you how many Christians I've heard over the last couple of years when everybody's going crazy and their life has been up here. And the Lord's been showing them what to do, what to buy, when to sell, different things. And the Lord's showing them. See, you can be a part of that too. You can be walking in that as well. He says, look, he, he said not only was Abram rich, but Isaac sowed in the land and he reaped. And he reaped. Understand that sowing always goes with reaping. Giving always goes with receiving. There's always a harvest. Planning always has a harvest. Don't just put an offering in here every week and just be like, well, that's gone. And go back to your seat dejected. You know, I don't even know why I'm going to that church. No, it's not about what you're sowing. It's about what you're about to reap. Say, Lord, I put some faith on it. Lord, I just planted a seed. I'm receiving a harvest. I'm receiving a harvest in Jesus' name. Sowing and receiving. In the New Testament, it says many times, now concerning giving and receiving. Now concerning sowing and reaping. So he sows, but then he also reaped in that same year a hundredfold. He was blessed with all the blessing of God in a famine. Why? Because he was blessed for increase. He was blessed for increase. Do I have anybody in here who's blessed for increase in here? You are blessed for increase. Do you know it? Do you know it? He said he was blessed. And the Lord blessed him. And the man became rich and continued to grow richer until he became, say it with me, very wealthy. Now, is this talking about spiritual wealth? No. It's talking about a material thing. A material. He says he can continue to grow very wealthy for he had possessions of stuff. God wants to give you stuff. He wants to give you stuff. Anybody receive some stuff? Receive some stuff. God wants to give it to you. And this week when somebody walks up to you and puts some cash in your hand, you can look at it and go, oh, stuff, stuff, stuff. When the guy calls you and says, you don't have that debt anymore, say, oh, stuff. God wants to give you stuff. He gave, he gave Isaac flocks and herds and a great household so that the, watch this, the Philistines, the, not the people of God, the Philistines looked at him and were like, He's so blessed. I can't believe he's so blessed. They envied him. They wanted what he had. He was so blessed, the ungodly said, I want what he has. Why? Because he's a walking testimony to the good love of a father that loves you with an everlasting love and wants to pour out a blessing of increase and abundance in your life in your finances, in your health. He wants to increase your health. You know, I'm believing every year I'm more healthy than I was the year before. Now, I've got to put some work to that. You know, I told Barrett and George, I went out there and on the treehouse, I climbed the rope yesterday. It took me 10 minutes. Stop breathing hard. 
was like, I probably need to work on this and put some work to my faith, you know. I, he's given me the power to walk in wealth for my health, but I've got to do something. I can't, you know, keep eating the Rice Krispie treats and, and drinking all the soda and expect that I'm going to live a long and satisfied life. I've got to do something. With, he's given me the power to do what I need to do. He's given me the power to do it. So much so... But we need to believe in an increase, not just in our wealth, but in our health, in our protection. I'm believing that the protection of the Lord, I'm walking in more and more of it because I didn't always walk in the fullness of it. I didn't know. But I'm believing supernatural protection in Jesus' name. Supernatural. I believe it more today than I did before. I'm walking in more and more of it because my believing is different. I'm walking in restoration. Lord, restore things. Draw people back to the church that need to be here. Lord, restore friendships. Lord, draw family back where they need to be. Heal that relationship in Jesus' name. Let forgiveness happen in the family. Uh, Lord, bring recovery. Bring your deliverance, Lord. Bring every bit of your salvation, health, wealth, increase in every area. And that's what he says in 3 John. Chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers, that you prosper in every area of life. So what did the covenant do for Abram? Made him very rich. What did it do for Isaac? Made him very wealthy. He was blessed. Increase and abundance. Galatians 3, 8 and 9 says the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. Not just Israel, but every person that would believe on him would be made right with God by faith. He preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham saying, all the nations. In other words, see, God, even back then, wasn't designing the blessing to stop with just one bloodline. But he opened it up to the bloodline of Christ. And he said, not just will one people be blessed, but all the nations would be blessed by faith. That means that anybody that says, Lord, I hear you love me. And I believe on you. And by faith, I receive Jesus Christ. And I put myself into the family of God. I have an inheritance now. I'm your child. And because of the faith of Abraham and your covenant with him, when I apply faith, I will be blessed. Increased. A covenant of increase. He said that you preach the gospel beforehand to Abraham saying all the nations will be blessed in you, Abraham. Verse 9, so then those who are of faith are blessed. Say it with me. Those that are of faith, do I have any people of faith in here? What does the word say about you if you're of faith? I'm blessed. With faithful Abraham. I love the King James. It says, so then those which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Going down a few uh, verses to verse 13 and 14, it says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. Now just say this with me. Say, I've got, I've got no, more curse. no more curse. There's no more lack. No more lack. 
operating in my life from this day forward. No more curse. No more lack. Because Christ has redeemed me. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. He didn't deserve a curse, but he took on a curse for you and me. He didn't deserve a curse, but he took on a curse for you and me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for taking my lack, for taking my opposite of increase, for taking my sickness, for taking my pain, Lord, for taking the bruising for me, for taking that curse. I don't have to walk it anymore, and I won't in Jesus' name. I won't walk in it. So you got to get it on the inside of you. The devil's trying to throw all this stuff at you, make you think you're not worth anything, trying to put people in your life that you don't even need to be around. You don't even need to be around them. They're full of the curse. They're not leading you to Jesus. They're not helping you. They're not your friend. Full of the curse. Get around people that's taking you up, that's being a blessing to you. The devil's trying to tell you you're not worth anything but them. Yeah, well, at least they'll have something to do with you. I, I'll give you a whole family that'll have something to do with you. All you got to do is come in here and let the love of God pour out on you. All these people, and even the new people, we're growing to the place where it's a house of love. I'll give you a family. People want something to do with you. You're worth more because God saw you and called you valuable. He said, I'm going to pay a price for you. I set the price, and that price is the life of Jesus. He said, you are worth my life. You are worth my blood. I'll give myself for you. You are valuable to me. And I take what I, what I believe from him. So if God called you valuable, you're valuable. You're valuable. And there's a family here who will love you, believe in you. Even if you mess up afterwards, they'll still believe in you, just like God will. They'll pick you up. They'll lift you up. They'll tell you you can do it. And yeah, we might miss it sometimes. There might be some, you know, there might be some controversy or something, but we'll get over it and we'll get back on the blessing of God. We'll repent quickly and get back on it. You are something to God. God sees you and said you're worth it. You are worth it. Don't let the enemy. But you, all of a sudden, you start to get that inside of you. You start to think, oh, I am worth more than this. Devil, you're going to have to stop lying to me. I'm worth something. God wants me increasing. God calls me blessed. I'm redeemed from the curse. I'm not receiving any more of that lack thinking, lack talking, lack actions. No, I'm walking in the blessing. I'm walking in the blessing. I'm walking in it. Things are changing in your life right now, right? As you hear these words, this is an anointed word. And that anointing word will go in there and start breaking the yoke. Glory to God, it'll start destroying the works of the enemy. We're tired of these yokes. We're not supposed to be walking in. We're supposed to be walking above and not beneath the head and not the tail. Blessed on all sides, going out, coming in. Everything we set a hand to in Jesus' name. Blessed. Hallelujah. Something's happening. This is, the, this is just the word. I'm just giving you scripture. I'm just giving you the word. It's time for a faithful, faithful people to be faithful. Lord, I believe in you. Oh, I see your gift. I see your blessing. I see I'm redeemed. Father, I believe enough to walk in the blessing. 
to walk away from the curse, to stop, stop letting the enemy tell me who I am. Lord, I see who you said I am, what I'm worth in you. And yeah, I might have some stuff to change. I might have some world to get out of me. I might need to turn my thinking over to you, but I'm going to do it. And as I do those things you've told me to, I leave the land where I came from, that lack, that curse. I'm going to leave that, that, that stuff that held me back. I'm going to go after you. I'm going to find out who I am. I'm going to find out what my inheritance is. I'm going to find out how much you think about me. I'm going to find out how blessed I am. And I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to put my hand to the plow. I'm not looking back at all that old junk. I'm going ahead. I'm going in the increase. I'm going into the harvest. I'm going into the blessing. I'm not looking back. Tell your neighbor, I'm not looking back. Don't try and talk me into it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't looking back. <laughs> That's real good English. No more. He redeemed us from the curse of the law in order, the, in order verse 14, that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, go ahead, the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, there's got to be a reception. So you can hear preaching like this and you just sit there the whole time and be like, you can even like it. You can even like the preaching. You, not everybody may, but you can like it. And be like, amen, hallelujah. Yeah, but that's not reception. Reception is, Lord, in my heart, I put faith on every word that you've given me. Not just what he says, but every word of promise, every word of blessing, every word of increase. And I let that faith change me. Lord, I'm going to walk different. I'm going to think different. I'm going to talk different. And Lord, I receive your word. In other words, you'll show me and you'll show God that you believe when your actions change, when your thinking changes when your speech changes. In other words, see, Abraham didn't believe God that he would bless him in another land until he got, got up off and started going to that land. He made sure he heard from God first. But once he knew that he heard from God, there was some stuff to leave behind. And faith does something. He gives you the power to create wealth. See, if you're in faith for increase, you're going to be sitting under the word if you're in faith for increase, you're going to be praying. If you're in faith for increase, you're going to be shouting with a joyful shout, drawing up with joy from the wells of salvation. You're going to let joy come and be a part of your life. No more lemon face. If you believe in increase, you're going to be a sower. It's going to have an effect. One of the greatest markers of new life in a church and revival is giving. When the giving starts happening, you know Jesus done did something. <laughs> when the giving starts happening, you know God has showed up. How'd they know it in Acts? <laughs> How'd they know it in Acts? It said nobody had any lack because if somebody had lack, they'd start giving to one another. It was a true move of the Holy Ghost. For God so loved that he gave. But you shall remember the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 8.18. For it is he 
who's given you the power to get wealth. Say this with me. Covenant increase. He made a covenant, an everlasting covenant for your increase. He said, I'm going to increase and bless every person who will receive me by faith. Every person. Every person that will receive, say, Lord, I see you. I trust you. I need you. I got to have you. And Lord, today I make a choice with all my heart. I believe in you. I received the blessing. I hadn't walked in all of it yet, but I receive it today. I just want you to just everybody close your eyes for a second. Bow your head. You know, you don't have a promise for this if you're not in the family. You don't have a promise for it if you're not in the family of God. There's no inheritance. In other words, there's a will, but you're not written in the will yet. How many people want to be in the will? Yeah. And today is a day to make sure that that relationship with God is fresh. That you're in the will, you're in the covenant of increase. You're in the covenant of increase. If today you just say, you know what, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make sure my name is in that will. I haven't, I haven't ever received Jesus as Lord, but I know I need to today. I can feel the Lord calling me, and I'm, I want to make that step. I have a draw inside of me. I need to refresh. Maybe you never have known them, or maybe you've known them, but today you need to make it real again. If that's you, just raise your hand right now. Amen, I see those. Anybody else? I just want to, I want to pray for you. I see that. Anyone else? Today, Lord, I need to get in your will, get in that covenant. I need to make sure I have a legal right to the blessing and to the increase. If that's you, just raise your hand right now so I can see it. Don't be afraid. The devil would try to make you afraid. Don't be afraid. Lord, I want you to increase more than, than I'm concerned about raising my hand. If that's you, I won't increase. Just raise your hand right now. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I see those. Hallelujah. And God wants you blessed. I see that. Anyone else? Been multiple people. Anyone else? I need to walk in that fresh. I need that relationship with God correct again. Just raise your hand right now. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just want everybody in here just to pray this. Just say it out loud with me. Mean it with your heart. Everybody, whether you raised your hand or not, just say, Lord, I've heard your good word today. And I receive it. And I receive my relationship with you fresh today my name is going to be written in the covenant in the Lamb's book of life Jesus you're my Lord everything you tell me to do I'll do I'll do what you say you are on the throne in my life 
When you tell me not to sin, I won't do it. When you tell me to speak, I'll speak. You're the Lord. And I believe with all my heart that you died for me, took my sin, and died. And I believe that God brought you back to life. He didn't leave you in the place of death. And you didn't leave me there either. But when the Father brought you back to life, you raised me out of that place of death. You removed me from the place of lack. You removed me from the curse and moved me to the place of blessing. I'm in the covenant. I'm in the will. I have a new inheritance. I'm in the covenant of increase. I receive it by faith today in Jesus' name. Jesus, fill me. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire to be empowered to walk in every area in your increase and fullness and as a witness of your great love in Jesus' name. Now just keep your head bowed for a second. Now I know people raise their hand ahead of time, but if you prayed that today and you went, my goodness, I needed to pray that, you, you can sense that in your spirit. I needed to pray that. Just lift your hand and show it to me right now. I needed to pray that today. Amen, I see those. Keep them up for just a second because I want to pray for you. I see that. Glory to God. Anybody else? All right. Let me do this because people were shooting up their hands all over. Just lift them and hold them up for 10 seconds, okay, so I can see everybody. Right now, Lord, I needed to pray that today. Thank you. Lift your hand. Hold it up. Let me see it. I needed that today. Glory to God. Amen. I see those. Hallelujah. Father, every person, I just ask that you would bless them. You can put them down. I ask that you bless them. Overflow them, Lord. Strengthen them with all your might. Let them see so clearly what is your will and what isn't your will. And let them be filled with all of your goodness. In Jesus' name. Let them be strengthened with all of your might to walk it out and walk in the blessing of God. In Jesus' name. Now, last thing I want to do today is I want to pray over anybody that as you're hearing that, you're, you're just thinking, I need to walk in this fresh anointing of increase. I need change in my finance. I need change in my health. I need full increase. And I know, and I'm not talking about you just feel like, oh yeah, that was a good message. I'm talking about there's something stirring inside of you right now and you know you need impartation into your life. If that's you, I invite you to come up right now. I need to walk in full increase. I need business to overflow. I need finances to change, debt to go away. I need help. I need the fullness of God's increase and I'm not waiting on it. I know when I go up, I'm going to receive and my life will never be the same. Don't wait. Come on up. I'm going to pray quickly for each person. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your increase in Jesus' name. When I lay hands on you, you just receive that increase. 
If you're believing for finances, I want you to hold your hand out. You can look here. Hold your hand out like a cup. I'm believing for something to do with finances. Hold your hand out like that. And if it's more than that, I'm praying for the fullness of God's anointing to overflow you. The increase is not just finances, but Lord, increase their life in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Increase big in Jesus' name. Increase in the name of Jesus. Increase. Thank you, Father. Yeah, it's happening now. Things are changing. Things are changing. Whoo, glory. Increase and overflow. Now, he'll tell you things to do. If you have questions, you just ask, okay? Hallelujah. He's taking you to another level. You're getting this. You're receiving this. He's changing your life forever. You're not the same from the day you walked in here until now. It wasn't long ago. Things are changing. Things are changing. Lord, anoint her from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. Yeah, increase in the name of Jesus. Increase. Thank you, Father. He is. He's calling you to a lot. Yeah, increase. <laughs> it's already happening. You're just seeing the beginning. Oh, he's got great and mighty things stored up. Whoo, whoo. People didn't believe in you. God did. God did. Whoo. Increase. 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 <laughs> increase. In Jesus' name. Increase. Increase. Thank you, Father. Increase. In Jesus' name. Anyone else? Come up quickly. Come up quickly. Thank you, Father, for increase. Thank you, Lord, for increase. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Just beginning. Just beginning. Just beginning. Yeah. Increase. Increase. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Increase. <laughs> yeah, increase, Lord. Oh, no, no. No more average in your life and in your family in Jesus' name. You'll be people of influence. You'll be people of influence. No more average. Grab a hold of it, make it yours. No more average in the name of Jesus. People of influence. People that others will look on and envy. Others will look on and say, look, the Lord has done great things for him. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Increase, increase, increase. Yeah. Increase, increase. Increase. Thank you, Father. Increase. 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 Wholeness. 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 In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Wholeness. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, there it is. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> Increase. <laughs> Wholeness and fullness. In the name of Jesus. Increase. Thank you, Father. Just say it right now. Lord, I receive your peace in fullness. I have it now. There it is waiting on you. Just draw it in. Draw it in. Thank you, Lord. I have it now. I have it now. Yeah. Just receive it. Thank you. Increase. Increase. Thank you, Father. Increase. 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 Yeah, thank you, Father. 
Great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Hallelujah. Increase. 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 In Jesus' name. <laughs> Increase. Increase. <laughs> Increase. Make you laugh. <laughs> He'll make you famous. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Father. Increase. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Did I miss anybody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. It's a covenant of increase. A covenant of increase. A covenant of increase. Amen. Who? Serena? Amen. Y'all get ready. It's a covenant. Has anybody received that covenant of increase? Thank you, Father, for your increase. Yeah, clarity be in Jesus' name. Yeah, all the, all the gnats straining at your thoughts, trying to get you to think on the wrong things. In the name of Jesus, cease and desist every maneuver. I see all these little strains trying to get your attention, but they're not going to do it. Trying to get your attention. No, you are in a covenant of increase, of increase. In Jesus' name. You're in a covenant of increase. You don't, you don't think the same anymore. Increase. Increase. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your grace. Father, thank you for your grace and peace. Thank you that this is our year for increase. Just declare this. This is my year to increase. This is my year to increase. In Jesus' name. Father, we receive it now. We receive it that this year is not going to be like any other year. This year is a year that we go higher. God, when we look back at where we were at this point next year, we're going to be amazed. It's going to be like we're living a completely different life. We'll be like those who dream. Our mouths will be filled with laughter. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that this is going to be a good year. This is going to be a great year. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Guys, I have a couple quick announcements before... Uh, I have a couple of quick announcements before you before we step out. Um, youth tonight at 4 p.m. Hi, welcome. Are you joining me? We got youth tonight at 4 p.m. here. If you're within the grades 6 through 12, we want to invite you to be here for youth. Yeah, and if you're interested in Impact, we do. We do have Impact here on Tuesday nights. We have a university that meets right here. So talk to Deb uh, if you're interested in that. We also yeah. got life groups this week. If you're a life group leader, raise your hand. All right, if you're not a part of a life group, do it. Find one of these people, talk to them, and join a life group. That's, that's, that's my exhortation that's for life groups. And for you guys out there, we have men's meeting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at Blue Bay, I'm yep. assuming. I yeah, Blue Bay. Yeah, that you guys get to talk about guy stuff tomorrow such night. Such a manly sound. 
And I like how you did the men's uh, announcement. Uh, ladies, <laughs> next Monday, not this Monday, but next Monday, we're going to have our ladies uh, thing yeah. as well. It's going to be fun. Uh, we'll announce where that's going to be also coming up. Um, and then last thing is that if you want to bring meals to Miss Nancy, you can sign up in the foyer to bring her meals. And the last, last thing, two weeks from now is Easter Resurrection Sunday. Come on. It's going to be a big Sunday, and we, every single person, should have some invite cards in your hands. Make sure you take those, uh, as we already prayed over them, uh, at, seek the Lord. Lord, who do you want me to hand these to? And do it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, make sure you hand those out. But guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Be blessed. This is your year for increase in Jesus' name. We'll see you guys next week.